0: Today is Wednesday, the 15th of November, 2023. This is The Gap, episode 687. I'm Luke Laurie. That's Laurie. my name. Uh, Job Gilray's is here. You big, big birthday boy. Ah, yes, it's true. Big five zero. Oh, is that right? 50 in it. Get the fuck out of here.
1: Get the fuck out
0: of here. <laughs> no, it's what you should tell people, because everyone will be like, fuck you, look young for 50.
1: Yeah, it would be, it would be nice for a change. Instead yeah. they're like, Shit, you look old for forty five and I'm like, I'm forty? And they're like, ooh, I gotta go. Here's your here's your groceries, sir. Anyway.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah. so I was like, Look, it's uh it's your birthday, I don't care, we're podcasting. Yeah, you did say you, that. You get days off. This isn't like uh some fucking Gen Z workplace. You some you come to work on your birthdays.
1: Yeah, exactly right I don't care I don't care if you're forty I don't care if you had a dinner planned you doing this podcast, okay and uh yeah i was I was like please sir, please can't I shut just, up. just- shut up ben <laughs> can't I just have dinner and and he was like, no, I don't think so fill out the fucking
0: fill out our show notes fill them out
1: and uh yeah.
0: Yeah, and yeah. then I was like, "Is that all you've played? Go play yeah. some fucking go, games, and I'll some I'll some wait games.
1: here." Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it was rough. It was a mm. bit. It was harrowing, but you know, there's a I am there's 40 a theme now. going
0: on with these games, though.
1: So I, uh, you know, is there? Is there a theme? Oh, it's two two king
0: games. Oh, there is is two. Ah,
1: um. Yeah, I'm 40 now, so I'm you know resilient. I've I've right. been around the bush. A couple of times, or maybe more. I've seen the sights. I've had the lights. I can't remember the rest of the words. Um. Anyway, this is a song you wrote. A song I wrote. Yeah. Yeah. I invented it. I came up with it. Uh, just <laughs> off, off the top of my head, right then. Um. Yes. Anyway, uh, I had a yeah, got pretty drunk. I don't remember. Don't remember how Saturday night ended. Uh, I believe I got cut off. Huh. Uh, I and mean, yeah, that's all I got. Good times, fair enough. Good times. Watched a movie yeah. on the weekend.
0: Mm-hmm. The killer.
1: So
0: did I. And yeah, what'd you think? I um, I liked Michael Fassbender. Oh yeah, he was good.
1: Yep. Uh. What I was, um, think, I was thinking, bit of let down. David Fincher really likes mm. uh, when the main character narrates shit, and also someone gets thrown through a glass coffee table. Two of mm. his favorite fucking things. Because we watched da- we watched Fight Night, uh Fight Club, the other week, and both of those mm. happen. Uh, two things that happen, and also I noticed in The Killer, uh, if you haven't watched it yet. All right, not gonna spoil it for you, not gonna not gonna ruin it or anything. But just pay attention to how confused Michael Fassbender's character is by the concept of curtains. He does not have a good time with curtains in that film. Just keep an eye out for him trying to work out curtains because it's fucking rough. Mm. Um other than that, yeah, I I, I don't know. I don't know but if it's I would, fine. I don't think I would start with talking with uh, contemplating the nature of boredom, uh, and then spend twenty five minutes doing literally nothing. I probably wouldn't raise the concepts in the viewer's mind, and then invoke the sensation of boredom in my big film. Uh, but that's why I'm not David Fincher, I guess.
0: Yeah. But then something happens. Uh, I feel like I can't talk about because it it's a spoiler. Anyway, yeah. something happens in the build-up to all of this, and I'm just like, "Are you kidding?"
1: Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, There's, I can't there say. Are, there are a couple of you know what I'm talking about. I don't know. There are a couple of moments. You know like, about, oh, are right? There are a, a couple of times where I'm like, "What? What? What?" what? Anyway, uh, yeah, we can't. We can't say,
0: but. Um, Anyway, I did watch it's that. It's not his best work. You know, it's no Alien 3, um, <laughs> which I know is your, one of your favorites. Obviously, but a banger. Yeah. Oh, to be fair, I didn't like Mank either, either.
1: Oh, yeah. No, Mank was terrible. I thought Mank was terrible. But I also don't love um, Citizen Kane. I don't think right. like... Yeah. But, you know... I can, I can, um, I can understand uh, mm. what people get out of it. I just don't no. personally love that film. So, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, video games, video games.
0: Mm-hmm. Right We've off got the bat, a couple of yours to kick off.
1: Uh, yeah, this is going to be. Uh, I don't know how to. Say, how do you say this? A Ar- reverse. Ar- I thought Obi. it was like Ouroboros. Ouroboros? The Aurora Borealis? Um,
0: Is it spelt right? It's asking me to spell check it. Um, I don't know. It's probably it's too many leaves. It's not spelt right, no.
1: No. It doesn't matter. It's not going to change how I fucking pronounce it because I don't know how to fucking say it. But isn't isn't Ki um, Hu Kwan's character in Loki season two this word? I've not watched it. Right. So you're no fucking help, yeah. But they just keep calling Obi because they can't fucking they can't be bothered trying to fucking pronounce it every time. So
0: right, but there's no I in any of this. And no, the OB B is, is O B. Ah, his last name is Big.
1: No, it's just O. Uh, there's a there's an O and a B in right. Aurora Borealis.
0: Yeah, but they're nowhere near each other. That's, that's what I was gonna say. It's, it's in the middle.
1: Maybe it's a tribute to Obi Obi Trice.
0: Like the Eminem Soul.
1: Yeah. Uh the the rapper. From D twelve, obviously. Uh anyway, the Rubarous Rubberus King. Uh, is a is my latest uh I guess roguelike collectathon card deck building roguelike game this time it is um chess based and uh I mean that in the loosest fucking terms because uh if you are familiar with the game of chess you will feel immediately like you have a an advantage and then uh you will quickly find out that uh you do not that In fact, knowing anything about chess puts you at the greatest possible disadvantage uh, that can exist. Uh, Because, so instead of cards, so the deck building uh, roguelike genre is uh, sort of, you know, the tippy top. The peak of the genre is Slay the Spire. I'm trying not to talk about that at the moment. I am still playing it. I haven't stopped playing it. I just try not to talk about it every week. Um, but uh, I do try to find games like it, and uh, yeah, the if if I were to break it down into the the basic elements that it needs to have for it to be successful, um, you're gonna have the collection mechanic, right? Um, which means that there needs to be enough variance for collection to be meaningful. So in Slay the Spire, you're collecting cards. In Aurora Borealis King, you are collecting chess pieces. Okay, then you've got to have a your journey through in Slay the Spire. You're journeying through the spire. You're making meaningful choices uh, with some low amount of variance. Meaningful choices up through the spire uh, to balance uh, things like your health, your deck, uh, and your relic set. Uh, relic set, obviously, uh, big game changes. I don't, I don't think relics are necessarily a critical part. There, there might be. If I think about it, all the really good ones have relics. Monster King, Slayer Spire. Um, those are the two really good ones. Uh no, that um I can't remember the name train? of it. Sorry? Monster Train? Yeah, Monster Train, yeah. Um, but there was that there was that other one I was playing the other week. Uh, that sort of mixed it up with FTL. Uh, that has relics. So yeah, let's say relics are the are the third heat in this uh in this formula. Uh Aurora Boris king has relics uh and these relics are semi game altering uh you need yeah a medium amount of variance in your relics right but the the two critical uh, pillars in my opinion are something to collect and somewhere to go the journey and what you're bringing with you right and uh in a robust king i'm gonna call it the okay okay no i'm gonna call it the the o king the ob king yeah the ob king let's go with the ob king um because it's just gonna be fucking di- distracting I, I sound like in my own head i sound like i'm fucking drunk and i haven't been drinking um the ob king in the ob king you start off with a small you pick three units right uh that you bring onto the field with you Made up of chess pieces, right? And then you go onto a chess board, 8x8, and you have chess battles. And that's pretty simple. Uh, Whoever kills the other team's king first wins. Uh, There are some modifiers in OB King. Uh, If if one side is left with no other pieces but their king... uh, I think it's a relic i think you can turn it off but basically uh uh, it's an auto win right it doesn't force you to finish out the the round by chasing their fucking king all over the fucking map uh which is often a very tedious part of chess uh when it gets right down to when everyone's pissed away all their pieces um the other thing is if both teams, like if if both sides only have their king left, uh, then you do have to stalemate. Uh, there is no option to just sort of auto win. Um, and the other the other thing that's going on here is that the pieces aren't necessarily chess pieces. So you've got your basics, you've got pawns, you've got knights, bishops, rooks. Queens and kings, right? But there are a bunch of other pieces that you can bring into the, a game of the OB King, and you're picking uh, based on, you know, uh, how you think, what you think your army requires, right? Uh, and so you've got, yeah, you've got the, you can get any of those five basics, but you can also get stuff like, uh, what's it called? Uh, the, oh, it's like a, an egg. And the egg, you can upgrade the some of these pieces, and you can upgrade the egg into a dragon whelp into a dragon. So you need two upgrades to get that to its full power. And even once you get there, it's fucking trash. So it's a big fat fucking waste of time. You got the catapult, uh, which can uh, move anywhere in a like like a rook, which is in a straight vertical or horizontal line, um, but. It can it can do that within so, but it has to skip the first two spaces closest to it. So, uh, but it and it also jumps like a knight those first two spaces. So you can use that in a back line to sort of spring down or up uh, up the field against your enemy. You've got uh, what else? The what's I can't remember the. In, in invader maybe the invader is this little little thing that can move uh, an infinite distance around the edges of the map. So as as far as it wants around the edge of the map, uh, and but it only moves one space at a time anywhere beyond the edges of the map. That's the one row the eight row or the uh, what A and H rows. Um, So yeah, it can go infinite distance. That's one. That one's actually really powerful if you get it really early uh, because a lot of the early fights don't have a lot of pieces. And so you can just sort of immediately force uh, the, uh, the checkmate where... The king is the only piece left on the other other side. Um, There's like upgraded versions of the knights and the knight can basically it does the L shape move, but the upgraded knight does the L shape move. I think it's like a unicorn does the L shape move and again, another L shape move. So it can basically move twice and it does that in one move it doesn't land at any point so you can't move one l and then move the second you just move to the second point immediately um, the upgraded bishop the cardinal moves can move any direction like any cardinal direction once and then it can go in diagonals as far as it likes uh, which is Really, really powerful because generally speaking, if you come up against a bishop, the easiest way to avoid a bishop is to just not be on the fucking squares the same color as it, and then it, it can't do anything to you. Uh, so if, if you're up against a bishop on white squares, you just jump on the black squares, and that bishop is then fucking useless. Um, there's the upgraded rook, which is sort of like, sort of the fucking same, right? Like it, it then uh goes any direction one and then so it can move in diagonal one direction and then it goes as far as it likes vertical horizontal um uh, there is no upgraded queen but there's a bunch of queen variants there's like uh there's the glass queen and the mirror queen the glass queen um is what works like a queen but if it gets captured you lose it forever not just in that round gone it's it's a it's it doesn't come back next time you play so you can't use it exactly like a queen because the queen is often like one of the most powerful pieces to sacrifice uh because you put it in positions uh it's a really like it's a juicy bit of fucking bait right like oh i can take their queen and like a lot of lower skilled players get distracted by taking a powerful piece off the board and so it's gone but if you are losing it forever that's no longer a cheap piece of uh, bait and the mirror queen does is it works exactly the same way but it can then copy if it does get a kill it copies the moves of whatever it kills so it powers up Um, But it's really hard to get that one like online, you know, like to to make it happen. Um, You've got the princess, which like can only move two diagonal, basically like double the distance of a king. Um, If it gets a kill though, it upgrades to a queen. You've got the prince who moves like a king. uh, But as long as he's three spaces away from the king, uh, the king can't be killed. And so that changes the the board quite significantly because suddenly your king can be an offensive tool. Uh, you can send your king to go like attack shit because he can't be fucking... He's invincible. He moves really slow, but he's like the fucking the monster in It Follows, right? Like really slow, but actually devastating if, if he get, catches up to you. So uh, yeah. And then yeah... Bunch of other weird shit, combining things. Combo of a bishop and a knight. Combo of a rook and a bishop. Combo of all three, um, and yeah. It just sort of escalates and escalates. Uh, the problem that Arurabris, Ob King has is that there's a piece called the assassin, and it upgrades the blade dancer. And this one piece renders the entire fucking rest of everything fucking moot. Basically, you get get yourself a assassin, get yourself a prince, and none of the rest of it fucking matters. Put stuff, like everything else you choose is literally just there to block uh, the enemy from getting to the fucking prince. Uh, you can upgrade your king so it moves, a mounted king, so it moves like a knight or a king. Uh, and then, yeah, once you've got that, you've got your Assassin or Blade Dancer and you've got your fucking Mounted King you just, like, trounce all over the fucking... Like, I haven't lost a uh, a game where I've had the Prince, the Mounted King and the Blade Dancer. So the trick with the Blade Dancer is that when it gets a kill, it gets to go again. And, like, it gets to do another move. And it's it's... It's just ridiculously powerful like it moves sort of like moves in a square around itself it can't attack anything adjacent to it Uh, but anything one square further it can attack and so it's literally just a case of like maneuvering it so that it's like contesting more than one piece as long as it's contesting more than one piece it's fucking over. Because you like, if I move it into contest against your your queen and your king, right? You have to move the king, or you have to either kill the blade dancer or move the king to get out of check, right? And obviously, I didn't move it into a position where you could fucking kill it, because uh, that's how chess works. So once you move the king invariably wherever you moved it to most of unless unless they were already adjacent like you where you move it to will probably be two spaces away from the piece that i'm going to take so i jump there and then i just jump and take the king the other thing that happens is you get a relic where uh you you can jump like you can once you kill once you can then every kill it's no longer limited to two i'm not explaining this correctly every kill can lead to another kill there's no longer a limit of two on your moves afterwards right like so you i've literally like they've had i think like five pieces on the board and i've literally just jumped from like like in fucking checkers where you like jump over all of their pieces Uh, With the king or whatever. You can go backwards and whatnot. Like literally just fucking murdered everything. And I didn't even need to. I could have just jumped to the king almost immediately. But you're just like well I can do this. Why the fuck wouldn't I? Right. And it just demolishes the game. But what's worse is that like it almost feels like that's it's not the only viable way to win. But it's the most it's easily the most reliable. And it's the it's the method of victory that doesn't. Like rely on RNG. The only RNG you need to rely on is there's this one piece called a musketeer, uh, and it moves like a rook, but it immediately returns to its starting position. It's a insanely powerful piece. Um, you don't see it for like until like the second act, uh, but if it starts in front of your fucking Blade Dancer, then yeah, you're pretty pretty fucked. Um especially if your blade dancers in front of your king because you can't move the blade dancer. So you just have to make sure you never place your fucking blade dancer in front of your king. And then yeah, Bob's your uncle or your prince. Uh but yeah. It's like I don't I don't even need the prince and the mounted king to win with the blade dancer the blade dancer alone is generally enough to guarantee a fucking victory uh with all three of them um yeah it's it's like a hundred percent there's nothing they can do and then outside of that i have one win where i haven't taken the blade dancer and like if i break it down break down why that is a there's no there's no piece that's even remotely as powerful as the Blade Dancer. But B, it's that like in chess, right? The there's a you've got this really solid foundation, right? You know all the fucking moves, right? Like uh you know like you know what all the pieces can do. You don't know all the fucking moves. Nobody knows all the moves but like you know what all the pieces can do and so like it that's a known quantity. In OB King you're constantly having to fucking mouse over individual pieces to work out what the fuck they can do and when there's like five other pieces on the board and all of them do different things you wind up having to like chart out this like really this it's a fucking minefield you're oh well okay i can move to this one square or my piece is gonna get taken right like but if you like at a, at a glance, if you look at it and you're like, oh yeah. Okay. So they got a fucking, all right. got a Bishop and a super Knight and a super Rook. Uh, I, I, like I know, I no, the Knight and the super Rook aren't going to fucking worry me. I'm on the diagonal from them, like by too far. It's not going to be a problem away I go. And then, but like the super, super Bishop and the Bishop the cardinal and the bishop look really fucking similar. So if you make that
0: mistake, then you're fucked. You're done so And so yeah, yeah you, you set, set up like the markers. Is that something you can do? Or like it just something in your head, you've got to figure out. Set sort of on. like, like uh, I don't know, um, Minesweeper or like Sudoku, where you can sort of map out on the actual grid. Like, oh, I think there might be a mine here, or this could be a three or, you know, let that sort of thing.
1: No, that would be good. Yeah, okay. uh, no, you can't do anything like that. Um, so yeah, you, you can't do anything like that. So you, yeah, you do have to like keep it in, in in your head and sort of just yeah chart out this one safe path. Right. Because otherwise, yeah, you lose you lose pieces, and obviously you don't want to be losing pieces. You probably have those pieces for a reason. If it's the blade dancer. It almost doesn't matter. There's another fucking relic you can get where you could like. There's there's boulders around the map and there's bombs around the map, and uh, they do different things. Bombs kill everything within a nine square radius. Boulders just sort of block. And there are portals as well. Uh, you can get a relic that allows you to destroy boulders. And if you do that, that counts as a kill for the Blade Dancer. If you've got that and the infinite kill Blade Dancer, like it's literally the first turn they're dead. Like almost every time. It's ridiculous. Um, You can get another one that blocks the enemy from using portals. Uh, So you're the only one who's able to use them. Portals work exactly as you might imagine they do. Um, But like eliminate... The concept of the blade dancer from this game and it's just it's it's a ball breaker right because there's so much that you need to keep in mind but chess is already complex enough chess chess has been around for thousands of years right Uh, it's been yeah it's been boggling minds for fucking literally thousands of years uh and now you're gonna add like everything moved twice or some shit um and that doesn't even like account for the the bosses and stuff like it's just yeah there's too much there's too much variance there's too much RNG uh for you to take into account because you just wind up in this situation where you're like oh yeah okay fair enough I lost that piece uh guess my fault guess I'll start over and then yeah, it's just, it's not satisfying, right? The one win I did get, I had the Prince, I had a Mounted King. I was able to move him away uh, and maneuver him a lot. Uh, and the I had the Infiltrator dude and I managed to get, I had a Pawn um, that, that I'd upgraded. So it, when it moved, it would spawn another Pawn uh, and I was able to just basically get lots of Queens on the map. And use that. I was able to guard those queens with my king. And yeah, there just wasn't a lot they could do about it. But it's just, yeah, it's not, it's not, it just doesn't wind up being very fucking satisfying. The journey's not very good either. Uh, there are, there are, I think it's five, five battles before you get to the top. And that's just not enough to really, uh, like, take charge of your destiny because there are five different tiles that can appear. Uh, And so you can get recruit another unit to your army. You can get upgrade a unit to your army. You can get acquire a relic. You can get uh, go to the shop, Uh, the money situation, the economy and it's bad as well, but go to the shop and buy a consumable And then there's like a sacrifice an item and upgrade, upgrade it. Sacrifice something and upgrade it. Um, Like the sacrificial circle. Those are your five, but you've only got five tiers and I think it's three prongs. So there's 15 possible places. You can only choose five of them, but you're also railroaded as soon as you choose one. So if you're like, uh, okay, uh, like at the start, I'm going to pick the dragon egg and try to get it big enough to be a dragon, like a full dragon. Uh, I'm going to pick the the glass queen and try to like make her into a mirror queen so I can uh, steal the powers of one of the bosses. And I'm going to get the pawn. Uh, and I'm going to upgrade him so I can get multiple queens. And then you go out onto the fucking map. And... Like, that's basically it. So if you... Well, okay, so you need three upgrade positions. Uh, by the time you get to the fifth position. So choose one other thing. And if all three of those aren't on the same path, then... You just fucked yourself. You made a really bad choice, right? And so that, you know, that is sort of how it works. But like, that's how those, that's how these games work. That's the, that's part of being good at a deck building roguelike is like knowing how to make those choices, knowing not to pick three things that need fucking upgrading to be any good, right? But at the same time. Usually what happens is you just sort of have to eat a bit of shit because there's enough of a journey for you to, yeah, you eat a bit of shit and then you eventually come online. Um, As opposed to like in this, no, there's no time. There's no time to eventually come online. You have to be online in your first fucking round and that's it so if you if you got shit if you got a fucking dragon's egg uh and i don't know a fucking bishop and a knight right uh fucking start over right just start over if you didn't get one of the actually good units from the gecko just fucking reset man like this is just fucking pointless you're not gonna fucking win uh you can like stall out uh for a while but there's there's no path to victory you know like which is just frustrating um yeah what else is there? oh yeah the the reason um that uh a lot of these pieces aren't viable is because the ai is not fucking the ai is like some very simplistic chess ai right? It, it's like it's got one rule above all else, and that is protect. Do not lose a piece, right? Do not lose a piece unless you will lose your king, in which case then you lose a piece. But it just, it means a lot of the, the shorter ranged pieces are just non-viable, right? Like and it, turn, and it makes the long-range pieces, like the one that goes all around the edges or the musket that goes down and then back up again or the the one that can jump fucking infinitely, right? It makes them super powerful. It, like, completely lopsides the balance of the game and turns range into basically everything in, in the game. And that's not how chess works, right? Obviously, you know, the rooks are not the most... Rooks... You know, the queen's got the most range, but the... Rook's got the second most range in the fucking game. It's not the all right, yeah, no, it's not the second most powerful piece on a chessboard. You probably make an argument that it is, but like it's like real close to the bishop, right? Not in this, right? The rook is up there, right? And then there is like if you if you did tears in this game, it'd be fucking blade dancers, S tier, uh, your infiltrator and musketeer in the fucking a tier uh the rook and any variant on the rook anything that has rook like powers would be in the b tier Then you'd have a blank c tier blank d tier a blank e tier and then all the other shit that can't fucking move would just be down the bottom you know like obviously i forgot a bunch of like the queens and whatnot but like you get what i'm saying right range is everything and the ai like it's, it's because the AI values its own pieces more than it should, right? Because there are situations where all I've had are regular chess pieces and all it's had are regular chess, chess pieces. And you see things, you see, you see like gambits that are pretty fucking straightforward chess gambits. Like I'm going to sacrifice uh, my knight uh, to get your bishop. And that's it. But it will not play to that uh, because it's trying to hold on to its pieces at all costs. And yeah, it just makes it extremely annoying. Uh, so yeah, anyway. I would not recommend this game.
0: Okay, fair enough.
1: Yeah. <laughs> There's 40 minutes of me not recommending a game. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. I have been playing the fuck out of it because I don't know. Like, I think the concept... I think there's something to the the concept of like chess and uh deck building roguelike I just don't think this is it Yeah
0: Yeah I I mean it it sounds like it's if you don't have any knowledge about how chess works it seems like it does a pretty good job from your perspective of showing you where like you can move but the problem is that the other way is that like you've just got no idea what the other pieces are capable of and there's no way to like really see that without um like going through each individual one like you said and then just fucking rain manning it and that sort of thing. So it sounds like it quite challenging for somebody who doesn't know anything about the actual game of chess.
1: Well that's it, right? Like but but like I was saying at the start, I genuinely think knowing about chess makes it even harder still Because you have preconceived notions of what pieces should be able to do. And because they look similar, you it's like a visual shorthand. You're like, all right, yeah, well, okay, I obviously can move here. And then you die and you're like, all right, good. I guess this is a learning experience. The really bad bishop has two extra lines on it, I suppose, right? Like there's, yeah. You just wind up in a situation where your extra knowledge betrays you, uh, Mm. and makes the game even
0: harder on you.
1: Oh my god, my nose is itchy. Uh, Uh,
0: Classic. Yeah. All right. Well, look. Let's move on then. Uh, The Aura King. uh, It is on sale at the moment on Steam. If you want to check it out, it's ten bucks. Yeah. Right. cool Chesson. um right. next up we've got game box plus what is this oh the game box plus
1: I'll tell you what it is my mum got me a present because I turned
0: 40. the game oh. box plus Oh. what are kids like these days that the game game box get them that Nintendo can you see this Two yep. choices that Chinese is or English. Rip off Mario Brothers.
1: With a rip off Mario Brothers background. Mm. Uh, and uh, it's got 500 games in one. Right. In one what? In one tiny cartridge. Uh, I assume it's an SD card or something. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. MMC uh, hard drive. Um, 500 in one. First cab off the rack. Chitai Tanken. like classic. One of the yep. classics. Mm-hmm. You've got Angry Bird.
0: Right, uh, just one of
1: them. Well, it says Angry Bird, but then you click in and it says it's Angry Birds. Okay. Look at this fucking majesty. That's it. They've <laughs> uh they've ripped off Angry Birds in yep. in like low 8-bit uh format. Which is yep. you know oh it, it runs about twelve frames a second. That's fantastic. How do you uh, fling the bird? You just press you press A. You press
0: uh, I just flings oh, it bird. Oh sorry,
1: you? B. Yeah, it just flings. Um yeah, pretty great. Uh, but some of the other games it's got. Uh, it's got Super Contra eight. Okay. Didn't know that one existed. Super Mario six. That's one of my favorites. It is a classic. Yeah, it's Which it's one? up there with thirteen. 13? Yeah. What about Super Mario do you have 16? That one? Do you remember? No, it doesn't have 13, sadly. It's only it's got Super Mario 14 and yeah. 16. It's got Street
0: Fighter 20. Okay. Well, that's yeah. accurate. Didn't that just come out this year?
1: No. What did come out this year is Street Fighter 6, and this has it. okay. It's got uh, it. What am <laughs> Mortal- I doing? Why do Mortal I have a Kombat PlayStation? <laughs> I know, right? Wasting time, mate. Mortal Kombat 4, but combat spell with a C?
0: Uh, Right, okay, that's a mistranslation there All three of the Chip and
1: Dale games If you you remember those fondly Mm -hmm. Yep Something called Hot Blood Basketball Okay Uh, I tried it out and it's basically a mixture between It sort of reminds me of that old game Arch Rivals But uh, it's all in Japanese and it's impossible to decipher Um, What
0: else we got? Goonies? Was there a Goonies game? I don't remember that Yeah, I think there was yeah, right. Uh, does it have uh, the Lion King? One of the hardest games I've ever made.
1: Oh, maybe it does. I have, to go <laughs> to, I have to go to L to find
0: out. <laughs> or does it have the Lion King too?
1: Ah, uh, yeah. No, it doesn't have the Lion King. <laughs> Got it. It does have something called Link. Uh, It might be under Tiger King. There's a decent chance. Something, some game called Rural Goblin? I don't know what the fuck that means. The fuck is a Rural Goblin? Uh, there's a, oh, yep, okay. Spa, Scar, Star. It's got them all, and then all the Star games.
0: Um, Do they have any Sonic games on this Nintendo box?
1: Uh, no Sonics. There's Space E.T., I didn't know. I, I didn't even realize. Would it still be a space ET? Isn't isn't he like terrestrial when he's in space? Or I guess by default he's from space, being yeah. that he's extra terrestrial. Stub game, love stub game. Uh, yeah, twin bore, which is you know from the twin series: twin copters, twin cars, twin fish. They've got all the twins How uh, many Grand
0: Theft Autos does it have?
1: <laughs> I didn't see any, unfortunately None None
0: It doesn't have six Garbage
1: Oh, wait What's going on? Oh, it's it's rolled back around to A again But we're still in the 300s Shit We might get Lion King yet It's got Jungly Guy Everyone loves Jungly Guy so was the guy the other what, day What is going on? I think I've been ripped off There's not 500 games in here
0: It's like only no, 300
1: not, not 500 Yeah or 500 I, mean, I think it just doubles them up Good lord there's Nuts Milk Kind of tempted to classic. find out what the fuck Nuts Milk is Uh yeah oh, gotta, gotta give Nuts Milk a try Nuts Milk Oh it's, it's a f- Four player game What is this? Do you have oh, any This is fucking bubble bobble. This is fucking bubble bobble, these cheeky cunts. Can't believe it. <laughs> anyway, you know so eight out of ten. And easy. Better than Alan Wake, too, obviously. Uh, obviously. Yeah. yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. So, uh, did I. Oh, yeah. And. Uh, uh... Don't really want to interrogate this too much. Don't make a big thing out of it, Luke. But uh, I, do, I have a twin brother. And do you? Uh, yep. And uh, and he lives in a different city. Mm-hmm. And my mom sent me two of them. My right. mom sent me two game boxes. Yep. Uh,
0: That's better than one. You I
1: mean, now you can play is. those
0: two-player games. Right. Exactly.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't want. To, I don't want to think about it too much. Uh, whether or not she thought I could just hand it to him, or I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe, maybe it was one of those Amazon double ups where they accidentally put two things in the same box. Right. Uh, I didn't bring it up when I talked to her. Because if it is for my brother, then I I just want to pretend like it never showed up, and then he'll never get it. So that's how it works when you're a twin. You gotta fucking. You gotta. Uh, Take what you can get. You gotta scrape and steal... For everything. You can't let the other twin get anything. Because that's how they'll win. Right? You're born... Fighting for every little scrap... Of boob milk... And... uh, Mushy peas from the jar. Because by as a rule... Parents of twins never buy two of anything. They just... They didn't think they were having twins right they just thought they were having one child and then two of you little fucking shits showed up so they're not going out and buying two everything you can fucking share right so you get half the nutrients you get half the clothes go to school with one shoe on or you devise some method of swapping days with shoes on days with shoes off but you never get everything so in this situation, old Jobo got it all. It's a pretty successful birthday in that case. So there you go. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Good times. When
0: are they bringing out the uh, OLED version of the uh, oh. the game box?
1: Now that now that I've got one, it'll be just around the corner. Yeah. And it'll go on sale
0: as well. Half price. Half. Fifteen price. bucks.
1: If that uh good times i am grateful uh because it was funny anyway moving on
0: for so the king 2
1: for the king 2 uh i've been playing some more of this we uh we started up a game with gray squirrel who uh played for half an hour and then bailed and we never saw him again which is if I'm being honest exactly how I thought that would go uh, and then we started up another game with Johnny Jabe's Bravo and we've been playing four players uh, yeah it's good fun I enjoy this game uh, mostly for the shit talking although yeah I talked about it last week I may have talked about it the week before I can't recall um it's uh they they they're constantly doing updates for it like it's being balanced very regularly. Uh, a couple of like last week, it was a uh, patch every fucking uh, every day. Uh, it's slowed down to patch every couple of days now, uh, but it's changing how like the balance of the game every time they do it. And it's just bonkers. It's very difficult to get a fucking the lay of the land when everything keeps fucking changing on you. Um, and so we'll go in. When we jumped in with... Uh, oh, We finished like chapter three, just the three of us, me, Dr. E3 Money, whose birthday it is today. Uh, happy birthday, Drew. And uh, and Heathy, we jumped in just the three of us and knocked out chapter three... Pretty easily, to be honest. Uh, Then jumped in, and the last time I'd read the patch notes, it had said that it had been like they'd rebalanced it uh, to make it more balanced for four player games versus games with fewer than four. And either I misinterpreted it. Or they changed it again because when we're now we're playing with four players, it just it feels like we're getting so many more enemies than we used to, like extra extra enemies, uh, and so yeah, some of these fights have really come down to the wire. But the game's at its most fun when the game when they're coming down to the fucking wire, when they're really fucking close. Uh, we had a fight, I think, like just before we wrapped yesterday, where like we nearly wiped like it was nearly a total party wipe uh which would have been fucking devastating because you just have to start over um we managed to get through it and that was like fucking tense as shit and like we're just like the teamwork on display like we play generally with a medium i would say like medium to low amount of teamwork like everyone's sort of thinking about what everyone needs but everyone's trying to you know get their own uh but yeah it was like when i think i think heath's our cast i think heath died uh as soon as heath died it was like bang all right no focus up we gotta fucking do this and do this do this and it was like but it was almost all unspoken like the adjustments that we made were almost all unspoken that was very cool um, and so, yeah, we managed to get through that fight, and yeah, we're just going through, collecting gear, having fun. It's good stuff. That's for the king. Cool. Yeah. I can't still be me. Am I the talks on this fucking thing. Did you play any games? I did. You just been playing the same games. Unbelievable. Uh, Karma Zoo. Oh, this is a new one. It's out today. Um, talked about it before. We have talked about it before. We, uh, yeah, checked out the demo and uh, back then I was playing. Like now that it's out. I've, I've played it a couple of times in the review period, but uh, it was hard to get a full game going. Uh, now that it's out. Uh, yeah, played like five rounds today uh, with a full stack of ten it's like a 10 player multiplayer platformer uh and yeah full stack of uh 10 that's chaos it's it's actually it's like heaps of fun but it's fucking chaos and uh yeah the i love i love how it's presented in the tutorial or in the trailer is sort of like yeah okay and then you just sort of do this and like oh yeah you ...sort of coordinates... ...no... ...it is just... ...non-stop moving... ...forward... ...there's... ...you're always trying to play cooperatively... ...so this is, this is the game where... Uh, ...it's a platformer... Um, ...but... ...you have this bubble around you... ...and as long as you're within range of one other person... ...the bubble will... ...remain... But as soon as you're away for, from them for, I think it's 10 seconds at first and you can make it, you can grow it up to 15 maybe. Uh, if you're away from any other players for 10 seconds, that bubble disappears and you become vulnerable. And if you die, you're out, you're done. Um, and so you, you're heavily incentivized to stay with the other players. Uh, but then at the same time, you're trying to achieve like, they're not like firm goals, but there are there's stuff that you'd like to do. You want to collect fruits. You want to uh, open locks with keys for these sort of not very well explained constellation goals. And as a result... Uh, there's there's a degree of like competitiveness about what's going on. Like, yeah, it's not it's not as necessarily holistic as I think it was initially presented. Like, I was playing it very much as a team player, but I realized that that was costing me getting these fruits and stuff. Right, like when the team gets the fruits. Uh, the team like succeeds does better but also at the same time uh the individual who got the fruits is rewarded so yeah you do want to get those fruits and those those keys and stuff uh there is a an actual reason to want to do that shit which i find i don't know i think I think it's a mistake if I'm being honest I feel like it's a mistake to incentivize that kind of play because it's just it's uh, the antithesis of the I guess the stated objective of the game uh, which is to encourage wordless cooperation right like wordless cooperation does still happen right but it requires individual altruism. It, it requires individual sacrifice to make that cooperation happen. If I, if like I piss balled ahead, if we're all piss bolding ahead um, to get the fruits as fast as possible, then by happenstance we will remain close enough to get to like stay within the safety bubble. Right. Anyone who lags behind, however, will fall out of that bubble and it will require someone from the front pack to drop back to save them and there's not I, I haven't seen any real incentive to do that I do it because I don't want people to get wiped out but I haven't seen yeah I haven't seen a direct incentive I haven't seen how I get rewarded for doing that you know so yeah I, I think yeah maybe incentivizing getting the fruits and stuff was a mistake Perhaps, but outside of that, like I, yeah, I don't know. I I really enjoy it. I think it'd be really, I, I think it'd be a really interesting game to play with a large group of people all in a discord together. I'd love to compare and contrast that to the experience of playing it without any voice chat at all. Like just trying to communicate without words uh, which is the default way to play, you know? I think, I think it'd be, I don't know, I think it'd be interesting. Um, I do think it's like it's it's a, uh, it's ten bucks, ten bucks Australian. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think it's worth that. Like I think it's a fun enough uh, platformer, like on its own. And there's so much fucking shit to do. There's so much uh, to unlock and see and, and all that. Like. Uh, I'm not entirely sure if I believe the levels are tile made procedural, not full procedural, but the, the sort where you know they're, they're constructed out of uh, set tiles. Um, so yeah, there's there's always variance in the levels and stuff. You'll learn the, the tricks of certain areas. Uh, or or level like or tile types I suppose but yeah you're not necessarily you're not going to see the level and know what to do Uh, know where to go or or something I don't think Um, and so yeah you you could definitely get like a lot of if you just enjoy fun uh, platforming then I think you'd get a lot of that out of this just out of that alone but uh, yeah I had I don't know yeah, I think I mean i I'm sort of judging it based on the idea I had in my head of what it was trying to be, and it didn't live up to that, but what it is judging it based on what it is is, is like is great it's it's a lot of fun like it's a really well done platformer and like the controls are responsive and the maps are inventive and yeah it's cute it sounds good like yeah it's it's a good platformer just yeah I think I I worked it up to be something more and it isn't which yeah it's fine um, yeah and yeah it's cheap it's fun
0: I don't, yeah I don't know why you wouldn't but I mean it's uh, because it is so reliant on other people as well like the, the co-op aspect um, true yeah. you might struggle because it's not doing too well right now oh yeah uh it peaked at like 200 players um no way really yeah so that's you're gonna have a bit of a hard time yeah, finding okay. others well, yeah if that's if that's the case
1: uh yeah this should have been a game pass game hey this would have fucking popped on game pass or a playstation plus or something right like it would have been a fucking instant winner
0: yeah. It is available on other platforms. Um Yeah. I just like yeah, I don't know if it's got cross platform or anything like that.
1: I was I was getting into ten player games instantly. This Ivo. Like absolutely yeah. no. But didn't way, you say no, there was so. bots
0: or something last time?
1: No, I couldn't no? tell. I couldn't tell like I was like skeptical about whether or not there were bots, but at the same time I don't think they were.
0: Okay, it does have cross-platform, so maybe yeah, it's yeah, doing cross better. I turned on. Yep.
1: Uh, Uh-oh. yeah, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't having any problems getting into games. It's okay, surprising. That's good. Um, but yeah. Uh, if if it doesn't have a lot of players, it would suffer pretty heavily, as I noticed when it didn't have a lot of players because it wasn't fucking out yet, right? Like uh trying to play it solo with drew (laughs) was rough um yeah it's a completely different experience so yeah maybe keep that in mind i i just yeah it seems like such a no-brainer for a game pass i don't understand why it isn't but
0: yep all right that is Kamazoo. um we got one more game here which is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Oh yeah. The sequel to Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Uh Not that which, one, but the other one. Yeah, not that one, the the second Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2.
1: No, no, naturally. Not the remaster of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, the remake of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Yes. Yes.
0: Yes, not the two thousand and eleven.
1: Ah, yes, or the two thousand and was it nineteen? It was nineteen remake. Yeah, yeah. yes, the twenty twenty
0: two. Hey, look, this shit's confusing. All right, it is. It is. (laughs) Does it get? It is a sequel to last year's modern warfare game, (laughs) Mm. um, which is uh, something a bit different because usually when they get you know, for quite a while now we've had Call of Duty games come out and they've been uh, different sort of, uh, either eras or like different types of games you know, you have the Modern Warfare and then the Black Ops and then, you know, Advance, whatever uh, and there's alternating because they've got other studios working on uh, a series of games and so they all sort of come out one after the other uh, that was not the case with this Last game, um, so Infinity Ward made, uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, um, and by the sounds of it, this is the things that are going around, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 started off as DLC for the, uh, last game, and then something happened, and it got spun off into a solo standalone product, um, and the word on the street... I like how he dodged
1: saying it got spun off into a full game. Yeah. Well dodged. Well
0: dodged. It's, uh, so... Apparently, yeah, this got turned around in, in, a, in a year and a half. Um, maybe not even. Uh, and it shows. In this game. Um, it's weird because, like, I don't know, man. I feel like... There's so much going on here. Call of Duty, at least the Modern Warfare... um. Brand name behind it is so highly regarded For them to just shovel Out something that is just this Like Low grade effort Is mm. so strange Uh lo- Like there must be a contract Somewhere that somebody signed That said you need to fucking put a Call of Duty Game out every year we don't care We, we just don't care you're putting it out it's gone out Um we paid 70 billion dollars for this company We're getting a fucking Call of Duty goddammit yeah, no, well, that wasn't, that's not Microsoft. No. I think that's no. Call of Duty. That's Activision. Oh, here we sure. go,
1: here we go. Microsoft can do no wrong, classic.
0: Yeah. Um, Pointed this
1: out the other day, all I'm saying, right? But uh, ever since Microsoft has taken over from Activision, yeah, taken over garbage, Activision, <laughs> they released things. the worst Call of Duty of all time and yeah. announced uh, a three-day uh, early start access pack for World of Warcraft. Yeah, uh, the new World of oh, Well, that, they
0: expansion. did that on their other games. So
1: never done for World of Warcraft. Never done it, and they've never released it. Well, actually, they released Ghosts and uh, Infinite Warfare. So they have released garbage Call of Duty games before. But...
0: Yeah. All right. Fine. Um, uh, yes. So uh, look, not not. Uh, not, not doing too great I mm. also I, I did get This is a uh, I got a code from Activision For this as well i um, just to put this out there And right. So Like Full disclosure Yeah I I don't really understand What happens here Like So I've played I, I've, I've played quite a bit of it I've put in a ton of time right. um, And certain aspects I do really like And we'll get to that But Let's start off with the The campaign uh, the campaign is so weird and bizarre. I've liked quite a lot of the Call of Duty campaigns. Like, when I usually get a right. Call of Duty game, I jump in and I'll, I usually play all of them. Um, they've got, like, cool set-piece moments that uh, pop off. Um, it it used to s-
1: be that Luke, Luke would say, oh, yeah, no, this is actually a really good one. And I would mm-hmm. be like, oh, yeah, classic Luke troll. Classic Luke troll. But then, eventually... About 11 years into this podcast, I worked out that he just actually really likes like trash. Like,
0: he's, he's yeah. a sucker for trash. He really likes it.
1: They, uh, they,
0: they put this Black Ops, was the last Black Ops one, with the fucking weird doors. It had some sick level design. That was amazing. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so they've they've had some really good single player stuff recently Uh, And this one starts off And I'm just going to tell you what happens I'm going to tell you a lot of what happens When I've played so far Uh, It starts off and I'm in uh, the water um, In some sort of submarine And I get out of the water And then you're uh, on the side of this Looks like a castle or something It's dark, there's fucking uh, Like a thunderstorm is happening And you look up and you grab a gadget And it's like press the button to fire and it fires like a fucking batman rappel up at the uh side of the wall and you start climbing up with you and your two mates you get to the top you take out the guard that's sitting up there and you're looking down and it's like oh this is a fucking castle and there's like guys in the middle and uh there's this shit happening and people are talking to you in your ear holes and telling you you know you gotta do these things and um you eventually start making your way around and Someone like parachutes in above you and, land, and you're like fuck yeah Call of Duty. Uh, and <laughs> you go down a couple of levels, and I'm standing in this area and I'm looking. I'm like I'm getting weird fucking deja vu. Like I've been here before. And right. then I get to this spot and I'm standing there and I'm looking out in the main area and I'm like this is the prison from Warzone. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> And I'm like... Because I'm looking through the archway. You know, you get, like, the, the base of the actual prison around this, like... It's a castle. Yeah. Yeah, and there's, like, the archways. You can sort of run around towards the bottom. Because you and I... We... we and, like, that was our drop zone. We would go yeah, we there all the fucking prison. time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, so I'm standing on this arch... This, under this archway. And there's, you know, I'm looking out. And there's all these military guys. And there's the helicopter pad there. And I'm like... That's when it clicked. I'm like, oh... This is the prison from, from Warzone. Okay. Fuck. Uh, and then we start doing, you know, we, we shoot a bunch of dudes, shit gets hot. Uh, and then we start going into, like, the actual, like, prison area with the Gulag. And that's the same fucking prison. Like, so, anyway. So, we end up doing this mission, whatever. And we go to the next mission. You and know it where start, the loot it, is. Yeah. And, where, and so it opens up. And I'm playing as one of the characters from the last, um, from Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. And and now it's a bit more like open, open world. I'm in a, a small sandbox area. It's in like a, uh, shipping yard. There are uh, shipping crates everywhere. There's a boat nearby. They get me to go do a bunch of like, running around and fetching a bunch of bullshit, looking for weapons. Um, but this is, a, this is something a little bit different. Like, uh, usually Call of Duty is quite like... Um, you're in maps that are a bit more linear There's like, you're, you're waiting for those events to happen You're trying to push forward and, and, and things are popping off all around you And this is something completely different It's like, pop, put me into a, a box, a shoe box. um, And then I get to, you know I'm running around this shipping container yard And I get to this warehouse And I'm running around this warehouse I start going upstairs and the flashback thing happens again I'm like, it's the fucking warehouse from Warzone like it's literally You know those warehouses You go into Those yep. Triple story warehouses Yeah It's like one of those But it's it, It's Reskinned a little bit Like It oh. doesn't look like one of that. They've, they've touched up They've got some Whoa, assets in out. there Yep, yep. Yeah Alright So then I I do that mission I'm not really Digging it at that point Cause it's like Not feeling like The classic Call of Duty To me And yep. that throws me Into another map Um uh, and this one I've not seen before And there's a good reason for it It's because it's part of the new Warzone map that's coming in December Which I found out later on But anyway so they've, they've chucked me in To another map I need to do It's again like a um. They've plopped me into an area And they're like go do your thing And I'm running around and I'm shooting like I guess AI enemies And it wants me to go do objectives and that sort of stuff Like that whole Call of Duty experience Of like you running from one spot to the next with a squad with you and, and like, shit's popping off and cool set-piece moments, explosions. That's, like, it's gone. It's not there. Because I'm now right. playing in a, in a Warzone map. Mm-hmm. Um, but at that point, I didn't know it was Warzone map until later on I started playing some of the other modes. Um, right. Yeah, and so, like, after about six missions in, this is, like, an hour and a half in, I... And it, 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 at no point did it start doing like anything different. It was just chucking me into an area and being like, "All right, you've got to kill, clear this this room, this box, and yep. then do the next thing." And it would take me the next mission. And some of those missions would literally take me like a minute and a half to do, and then I'd go on to the next thing. Um, and so I stopped playing after that because I wasn't having fun at all. Um, it was like a really bad, um, really bad, like DMZ from yeah. Call of Duty. That's sort of what it felt like to me. Um, which sucks. Cause yeah, like I said, I've, I've I quite enjoyed the campaign stuff in those other games. Um, so yeah, I don't think I'm going to go back and finish that at all. Um, cause it seems super weird the way it's structured. I've heard... That it's only like three hours long, so I was probably only halfway through. <laughs> yeah, you are probably uh, nearly finished at that point. <laughs> um, yeah, so I uh, I did that, and then I jumped into some um, zombies because I love me some fucking Call of Duty zombies. Yep. Um, I think they've done like such an awesome job the last, uh, you know, a lot of the zombies games. I've really enjoyed. I love the puzzle aspect of jumping into a level. And just trying to figure out what is going on because they all have these weird, like, puzzle box Easter egg type things that are going on. There's the core game of, like, you shooting zombies and leveling up your weapons and finding pack a punch machines and upgrading those weapons. And then, but then you start seeing things within the environment, and, and that starts leading you off into, like, these other strange, bizarre, like, unmarked objectives that are in the game and then you, you've got to try and figure that out and then it becomes it's like community th- quest of like the community helping each other out and trying to figure out like how to solve the, the magic easter eggs in these things and um that's always I thought been a super engaging way of uh trying to put unique gameplay elements into game or game modes like this to become a bit like stagnant I think Bungie has done like a really good job of that, of having these, um, when they do their big raids, of having them be events and having, right, yeah. like teams trying to figure out how to solve them. And that is usually, you know, quite quickly <laughs> these days, yeah. but it's a thing where once the team figures out how to solve it, it, it takes time. It's not the type of thing where you jump in and it's like, we did it in 20 minutes, it's hours or days. Um, and then it, the, and then uh, knowledge gets passed around, right? And then yeah. that knowledge turns into like you knowing how to do things. And so, the World of Warcraft thing Yeah, yeah, um, and that's how I sort of felt about that zombie mode as well. Is you sort of launch day hits and you're like, what is this weird thing that I shoot in? and like the button changes color and you know water all these clowns that I need to, all that just really bizarre things. Anyway, yeah. Um, and so this drops me in, and I'm like, holy shit, it's. It drops you into like a, it's a warzone map. It's right. basically it's it's DMZ but with zombies. Now there are contracts all over the map. There are um, uh, pack a punch machines sort of randomly scattered throughout the the different areas. Yeah. Um, there are. There are activities you can sort of go and do There are like strongholds you go and clear um, Like zombie nests you can clear And while you're doing all this You're collecting essence The zombies drop or that you collect From completing missions And you use that essence to go level up your weapons Or buy new weapons Um, And the idea then is to uh, Leave before the countdown stops. Gets Reaches zero Which is the same as the DMZ stuff uh, and so you gotta exfil and leave and you do that by going to a helicopter um, that spawns a bunch of zombies and then you gotta piss off out of there and anything that you've got with you you take um, you exfil without so any weapons or uh, or gear or items all that sort of stuff comes with you it's it's basically DMZ but with zombies and there are mercenaries as well um, whereas DMZ is basically you versus Uh, AI enemies plus other squads. Um, this is you versus zombies and other mercenaries, and there are other squads on the map as well. But you're not fighting them, you are you can team up with them. Uh, and so the actual map itself is split up into three zones there's uh, low, medium, and high. Uh, And it starts off with like the outside circle or the outside donut is the low threat zone, that is where you're pretty. Um, you're pretty safe in that area you, You're you're able to do quite significant damage um, To the zombies With your low tier weapons Most things will die in like one headshot right. uh, So you're pretty good in that area And the idea is to level up Your weapons or bring in weapons with you That you've got that are a higher tier Higher tier grade uh, And then start making your way into the The medium and high zones Where there are more uh, There are tougher enemies And you're getting increased let loot and essence from those zones Um Yeah and the I guess the end goal is to make your way to the The high threat area In the center of the map Where you'll be fighting much tougher Uh rare zombie spawns And uh and that sort of stuff So I that all that stuff I dig I think that's so cool Like when I dropped in and I was like This is like it's basically it is it's DMZ It's a reskins DMZ but it's zombies. I'm like cause when we played Call of Duty last year, all we played was DMZ. We, we went from Warzone to... We played a bit of Warzone, but yeah. our bread and butter was DMZ. We just sort of had a lot more fun playing um, that game. It was... Yeah, it, it, was, it was a really fun sort of... Um, so almost like a similar vibe as a Battle Royale, but with a bit more like you were able to Trump, do... Well, you were able to do, like, a couple more different things. You weren't just doing, yeah. like, last man surviving or last team surviving. It was, like, you could go do the contracts and, and focus on that stuff. And you go do, like, missions in there um, uh, that you could sort of take in with you from from outside of the game. Um, and go complete them. Or you could just go, like, hunt other squads and that sort of stuff. And it was a bit of a... Like, a bit more of a slower pace in terms of the, the Battle Royale map. Because there was a lot less people. But you're still able to go do the battle rail stuff if you wanted to uh, like kill people and that sort of thing um so yeah them putting a zombie mode in this which was basically that mode but with zombies i was like yeah that's cool um yeah
1: but yeah. i think it when well, you told me about it you sold me on it
0: but well yeah i st- i i've put a lot of time into it i've yeah. Played quite a bit literally by Myself I've played it with other people Like other squads and the first Day oh, I've actually got a cool story about that Um but Before I get to that I um I still Think like there's Something Miss like The, the fact that this doesn't have a DMZ is a good fit that This mode is there because if people that like DMZ Mode they're gonna Play this and be like cool my, it's got yeah. my thing in there Apart yeah. from the bit Where I can't go Hunt other players Yeah and Maybe that'll come in At some point In the future um, But in, in this particular iteration It's, it's You're teaming up With other players um, But at the same time It loses that core concept Of what Zombies is Which is that Small Refined Sort of um, Puzzle box yeah. Gameplay mode If right. you figure out The weird easter yeah. egg things There are easter eggs From what I understand In this map um there's like weird portal things and codes and uh just that's in there that is in there but it's a bit more it's a larger scale map and so finding that thing that sort of stuff is 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 quite a bit more of a task so yeah there's going to be two camps here the people that like the old school zombie stuff and then the people who like dmz and so i think there's going to be people here that are upset that it's not that sort of old school style game um yeah but in saying that I do think it's fun uh, It's a fun mode uh, So yeah, the, the very first match That I played uh, I jumped in with some randoms This is like literally Five minutes after the game launched <laughs> On multiplayer Yeah. Um, we jumped in We we got into the map And uh, Went and picked up contract Like immediately And the contract was to Uh, Pick up uh, It was called like ground support Or something like that Ground defend And we had to defend a zone In this building While uh, an onslaught of zombies came in And while we're doing that Like another team rocks up And I'm like what the What is happening At this point Uh I I didn't It didn't click with me Like I didn't Uh look at any of that stuff And so this other team rolls up And then they start like Inviting us to join in that And so we start teaming up with them Uh, And then yeah, we're rolling around as, like, a squad of, like, six, like, snowballing around and doing all that sort of stuff. And so that was kind of cool. That was my moment of, like, oh, shit, this is actually, like, it's like DMZ. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, we extracted, because um, we weren't really sure at that point what was going on. So, right. uh, we extracted one point, a shitload of zombies popped off, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then I jumped into another match, like, straight away after that. And I got into a game. Uh, and we were three. the three of us in there. Um, and we were doing the same sort of thing running around um, clearing nests uh, just doing like contract stuff and then one of the dudes dropped out at one point I'm not sure what happened but he dropped out so it was me and one other dude and he was on comms um, right. and he was basically like hey well, let's just extract let's exfil let's get out of here yep. so alright cool but then we made them stack going into the um, uh, <laughs> into another area we probably shouldn't have which was the the medium threat zone and the enemies there were a lot tougher oh yeah um and uh, we started uh struggling a little bit and so he got knocked down at one point um yeah. and then I was having to like run around and like basically kite all of these zombies that, yeah. and so I kited for like a minute until I eventually got back to him and made enough um ground to get away and so I uh, picked him up and I was just like ...ping in the fucking Extract Zone at this point. And at this point, like, I didn't have any armor left. He didn't have any armor left. And so we hit the X-fill button. And, uh... The, uh... As soon as you do that, like, Zombie Horde... ...just could have sort of comes out from beneath the ground. They start climbing out from the... Um... Yeah, from the the floor. And there's tons of them. They're all over the place. And so we're just trying to shoot all of these zombies. Meanwhile, they're coming and spawning in all the time. And the helicopter takes, like, 30 seconds or so... ...to... To come in He basically goes down Almost Immediately Because he's got Uh no armor Uh, And he's on the ground Crawling around And I just start sprinting (laughs) (laughs) Away from all these zombies Right And I just leave him there (laughs) And so I run away And I'm And I turn around And there are just zombies Like There are Just tons of them Like 50, 60 zombies chasing me And I'm shooting them all Like in the head Popping all these zombies Um, And eventually like (laughs) The helicopter, I can see it, like, coming in overhead, and it lands, and I fucking start running back to the, uh, to the helicopter, and all I can hear is this guy laughing in comms. He's like, he is, he, he, all he can see is this, like, horde of zombies chasing me, where he's on the ground, and he eventually, he's, he, he's got, like, I don't know, ten seconds left to live. He's, his health is just ticking down. He gets, like, he crawls into the helicopter. Nice i run in and i start picking him up he jumps up and he's revived and he's like he's losing his shit at this point <laughs> he's like no way he the entire time mm-hmm. uh, and then the uh, the helicopter door shuts and we fly off and he, he's like on comms being like dude that is one of the raddest things i've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> he's such a legend That's um awesome. yeah and just like that was a really cool moment and so uh yeah at that point i was like oh shit, yeah because that is like very similar to a story that happened with us On one of our first rounds of DMZ Where yeah. that sort of happened And so Yeah um, But basically I've been running around solo at this point And just doing contracts And m- going into the middle zone Like a little bit um, yeah. I went in there the other- yesterday And just got like A bunch of rare spawns on me And it was just a nightmare But I- I've not <laughs> uh, I- I've made it out pretty much every single time So Yeah um, yeah, I I think the thing that is a bit concerning to me is that how um, repetitive that stuff will co- sort of get. I think that DMZ did a pretty good job of introducing like missions and, and that sort of yeah. stuff. You sort of go in and and you'd be looking for stuff to do. Um, and I don't know if they'll they'll sort of continue that here, but it's I, I've had fun with it. I um I don't think it's an as good of map as the, uh, I don't remember the name of it. Uh, Al Al Mazra, was it the map Yeah, Al Mazra, yeah. 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 Um, this one is, starts with a U. Yuzikstan U- U- or some shit like that. Um, and it's going to be the next Warzone map as well. Right. Uh, which I think is next next month, season one kicks off. Yeah. So, uh, there's just, it seems a little bit too, it, like it's very flat. There's not like giant big buildings there. It, it's kind of... Um, you know, like the the original Call of Duty... Uh, sorry, Warzone map. You had a lot of big, tall skyscrapers, that sort of thing. This is quite... Yeah. You know, like three-story buildings is sort of the biggest thing you'll sort of run into that at sucks. this point. Yeah. Um, but maybe that will change when the Warzone stuff kicks off because it'll be a lot more players. I'm not too sure. So we'll sort of yeah. have to wait and see. Um, anyway, so yeah, I think that like... It's doing some interesting stuff, but it, at the end of the day, it is a reskinned DMZ mode. Um, yeah. There's not a whole lot here that's quite different from that, so that's a little bit of a disappointing aspect. Um, but I've still have a, I've still had quite a bit of fun with it, so yeah, it's okay. Um, and then the third third pillar is like it's multiplayer. Um, Who cares? Call of Duty multiplayer, shooting things, that yeah. sort of stuff so yeah I think as an overall package it's a very big disappointment um because it just does like that campaign just feels so light mm. um un- uninspiring and then you've got a, a, a zombies mode which is fun but it's also fun because it's a reskin version of a mode that was really good and yep. it's just not a whole lot of you know has been put into it the, t- the time they've had to spend on it just isn't there and yep. so it is very much that last MVP right yeah minimum viable product yeah um so I don't know man I'm interested to see what happens when when Warzone drops uh hopefully that will have some big changes in it but it's uh yeah this is one of the most disappointing Call of Duty games in, in quite a while I think from what they've put out so far and I I don't think it should have been a full product yeah. like it's just there's not enough here for it at all um yeah for it to support that which sucks hopefully i don't know we'll see if microsoft decides to turn things around and, and maybe try and get on that three-year sort of lifestyle style like, uh, cycle, cycle again and if they yeah. can't then like don't put the product out yeah yeah delay it or yeah it'll be interesting to see what happens there and uh, or maybe we don't longer get a yearly Call of Duty It becomes a actual, you know, a, a, the Call of Duty hub Which is sort of very similar to what they're starting to do now Like you click the Call of Duty hub button And it takes you to like a, a, a splash screen And like Modern Warfare is here Modern Warfare 3 And then you scroll down and Modern Warfare 2 is there And when you yeah. click on the button It loads into like that specific element of the game Um Oh another thing I don't like, the battle pass system is just this new battle pass system feels so egregious. Like it's such a grind. Uh, it's very similar to well it is it's a copy of the last system, which is that that weird like map you would have, the HQ map. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And you would sort of be able to pick like where you want to go on the the battle pass to unlock certain things. But it is so grindy. Like I've I've played I don't even know how to check how long I've played. Um I've put, I feel like I've put a decent amount of time into it. Yeah. Uh, and I've unlocked like one item in that right. battle pass. Yeah. One one item, which was like a double XP. I, I selected the double XP thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Whereas like you would jump into a Call of Duty game before and like, you know, you'd come out of it and you'd have like three things. You'd have, a, you know, a, yeah. a skin or a, yeah, I just, it's, that's a nightmare now. Um, it's not fun at all, and, yeah. and which is disappointing because like I enjoy unlocking stuff, and that that is an incentive I think for, for players to jump in and 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 play that sort of stuff. Like I'm I haven't been I've talked about it, but I'm still playing like Diablo, and I'm, you know, that's got a f- you know the the paid premium tier battle pass system and then the free tier battle pass as well, and I'm, I'm unlocking stuff in that, and every time it pops up, I jump in and see what I've gotten, and yeah. you know new gear set and that sort of stuff so I think that uh whatever they have made changes to to make it so grindy because it wasn't that grindy in the last game I remember getting to like really deep into that actual that map itself and unlocking a bunch of stuff and this is just I've spent so much time playing and I've gotten like absolutely nowhere (laughs) which is super disappointing
1: yeah yeah they Um, just went like it was like they were like Well, if this Microsoft deal doesn't go through, we're going to have, we're going to fucking tank the brand. Fuck it. You know, like, they're just Mm. getting whatever they could to get out with something. you know? Like, they just did not give a fuck towards the end of that shit. Seeing what they could get away with, which is terrible.
0: Yeah, the uh, the best thing I can say about it is I unlocked the uh, Skeletor skin, um, so I'm running around a skeletal. Oh, nice! Yeah, from, from here, yeah. and i I think it's um, I think it's Mark Hamill. It sounds like Mark Hamill. Um. Oh yeah, nice. Well, yeah, it's either someone doing a really good Mark Hamill impression or it's Mark Hamill. <laughs> uh, nice. Anyway, so that's um. That's Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 3. Um, Yeah, super disappointing, but it's got, there's a bit of stuff in there that's fun. Um, I'm interested to see what Warzone looks like next month when the new update or new season launches. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Call of Duty. Cool. News time. News time? News time. Let's go. Some big news. Huge. Some people would say it's huge news. Um, I got an email, Job. I think oh, you yeah. probably got an email too. Yes. From Mr. Mister uh, Rockstar, Sam Hauser himself. Oh, yes. Sent us an email. The house uh, in it, it says, uh, we are very excited to let you know that in early December, we will release the first trailer for the next Grand Theft Auto. We look forward to many more years of sharing these experiences with you all. Um, yeah, so this started off as... A uh, Jason Schreier report from Bloomberg saying that a Call of Duty, ju- uh, sorry, a uh, Grand Theft Auto announcement would happen sometime during the week, mm. uh, and then a trailer would follow in December at some point. Uh, within about twelve hours, that email slash social media post went up. Yep. So clearly, um, that obviously got floated around internally. That this or somewhere. PR, external PR, it probably wasn't external PR um, that this announcement was coming out and um, it got leaked Uh, in saying that, the announcement of this is super bizarre to me purely from like how Rockstar has handled these announcements in the past they've, like Red Dead Redemption 2 was a Twitter post of them changing like their background image or their profile yeah. image or something like that if I recall yep. uh, it was like a silhouette of a, the horizon right and then they slowly updated it and it was like people you know the, the uh, Van, Dutch Van Dutch gang um, they're like silhouettes and then it was like Red Dead Redemption 2 trailers coming tomorrow it was something like that right that's how it sort yeah. of happened yeah um, this is I don't know. This is weird to me because it's just like, uh, "Hey, Grand Theft Auto is coming. We're releasing a trailer." I, I don't know. Assume, what was your? <laughs> I assumed list?
1: that they had a plan and it went yeah. to shit and like it got leaked and they were just like, "All right, we'll just fucking, we'll just get out ahead of it," you know, try and control the message type thing.
0: Yeah, I assume it went um, down that way. Right. No, I think that from what I've heard, this is this is the plan. This, this email was, was plan, really. thrown around. Yeah, um, it's just a weird way to sort of do this. A bit low key
1: for them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Super low key. Um, but it's the. I think the the reason why this is happening is because um, they are doing this trailer. And there could be two ways this could go It's either a Game Awards announcement or it's not a Game Awards announcement Um, mm. right And and maybe if it is a Game Awards announcement That is something that's going to be out of their hands Quite a bit right? And they want to get ahead of that If something does leak Which probably would Um, right You're probably, like, if you're looking At a Game Awards announcement You need to get things locked in Uh, yeah. beforehand Which would be, that thing is in three weeks from now. Um, You know, you need to have the trailer done at a certain point so that it can be be sent across and, you know, all that stuff, you know, uploaded to whatever channels, make sure that if there's any copyrighted music in there, it's all sorted out and everything's where it should be, right? So it could be them getting ahead of the curve and being like, if this thing leaks, we've already announced it at least, right? We've already made it. Or they're not doing anything at the Game Awards and they're doing... What Rockstar does Which is Their own thing Usually or At least the Mm. last couple of times They've obviously announced Um They announced GTA Was it 4? At an Xbox conference They did that with the You know They run the tattoo thing Was
1: that 4? Yeah I think it was Yeah
0: Yeah Um or they can do it like the way they've done it a bunch of times recently, which is just, we're going to chuck it out on social media and control our own message, which is what I thought they might be doing. So yeah. What are your sort of thoughts on this? Do you think it's going to be a, them doing their own videos or is this them preparing for a game awards announcement?
1: I reckon game awards. Uh, I reckon game awards, they'll, they'll win the game awards. You know, they'll come out with a, uh, the big fucking banner, thing. like yeah, yeah, the big fucking staggering fucking ending to to blow everyone away at the oh. game awards. That would be a very rock star move. Uh, just because, just because, yeah, like you, like you laid out, because we got this email. Because they've, like, sort of signposted it so far out, I don't think they're doing their own thing.
0: Mm.
1: The only other alternative is they do their own thing the same day as the Game Awards, just as a bit of a fucking fuck you because that yeah. would also be
0: pretty rock star. Uh- <laughs> Yeah, but like I'm pretty sure Rockstar is on the advisory board for the Game Awards. I'll check. There's a bunch of companies on the advisory board and I, I, off the top of my head, I recall them doing stuff with the Game Awards previously and I have have no idea how to check this. Um, Yeah, anyway. I don't know. That just seemed like a dick move, right?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. But it'd be... It'd get headlines. It'd be a headline yeah. grabber, you know. There's a number of ways that they go about go about it, but yeah, I
0: don't yeah. know. Oh, they it? they are on the team, it, right? They well, are. Listed, yeah.
1: It's probably not going to be a thing. Uh, it does <laughs> it does skew my hopes of uh, of I had kind of hoped that Hollow Knight's Silk Song would be mm. that big fucking jaw dropping moment at the Game Awards. Uh, because and, and they'd be like, it's out now, or something like that, because yeah. it's, the, it's the, my last game in the uh, fantasy critic league, right? And I need it to get a lot of points, or I'm losing this whole fucking thing. So I, it's very important sure. that that Holy Knight Silk Song comes out. Unless, unless Luke, you can tell me that the Avatar game is going to get what do I need? Uh, about a 93 do you reckon that avatar game is going to get about a 93
0: <laughs> if they send out a bunch of like cocaine with it oh yeah and everybody's just off their fucking chops when they play it it's like
1: submarine rides in the james cameron mobile yeah or
0: some like lsd or something and right, they're just like right, play this yeah. avatar game with the plants
1: right. oh, okay so probably uh, don't pin all my hopes to the avatar game yeah no not 93 to, uh, hollow knight I think you're in trouble with that one. I'm very all or nothing, nothing at this point.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. So I, I feel like we're gonna, we're either gonna get it at Jeff Kelly, and now, like Jeff Keighley has not said it. No one said it where we're gonna see this trailer. Yeah, Jeff yeah. Kelly retweeted the Game Awards, like. Date or some shit Like immediately after that announcement went up Oh yeah And nobody has said anything About where you can see this stuff So We're either going But it's the type of thing where they have to If it's at the Game Awards They have to announce it right It's Beforehand I mean They're gonna be like Trailers dropping Game Awards Watch it Um So Yes I think we'll get If it is there We're gonna get some sort of announcement To warn people Um To build the hype Uh Otherwise if we're like a week out and we haven't heard anything, then it's pro then there's, yeah, potential that this is just a rock star thing. Um So I don't know, man. We'll have to wait and see. Uh what what's your sort of expectations for the trailer? Do you think it's gonna be similar to the GTA uh five, five trailer with yeah. scenery and just people walking around and um that was that one, right? And yep. they didn't really yeah tell you anything about the game it's just like look how fucking good our so. engine looks like, or is it gonna be like uh red dead a no, bit more story
1: it'll, it'll be like gta 5 it'll be it'll be vice city it'll be fucking pump and synth 80s music uh rollerblading on the beach like fucking barbie and ken rollerblading aesthetic uh and then maybe i don't See if Ray Liotta was still alive Guaranteed It'd be Tommy Vassetti Like voicing it Yeah
0: Maybe Uh, he already recorded everything
1: Yeah maybe Uh, But yeah I don't know how they get around that Without The big Ray Still around
0: I mean he could could have still recorded Like the The rumor is it's the uh, It's the, the two characters right The male and female character The um Bonnie and Clyde Yeah Uh storyline but you know maybe his character is not that as a you know side thing that's yeah. just there for a little bit
1: maybe um yeah yeah that's that's like yeah that's how i would do it like people right. would shit their pants if if tommy was was there hyping up how good it is to be back and by sitting i would shit my pants uh right. but yeah but it's ron think-
0: perlman and he's just like war. Was,
1: That'd be pretty good That'd be pretty good <laughs> I would shoot my pants if, if Ron Perlman said War, war never changes uh. <laughs>
0: GTA GTA never changes um, Yeah Yeah um, Right Okay So you think, you're think you thinking Just scenery yep. People rollerblading So we're not getting the uh, It's fine. Because Rock, right? Rockstar did the um, Red Dead did the They did like a story trailer Right It was like the train yeah. And shit yep. like that um, train robbery at the start. Train robbery. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So it, it, the other thing that is interesting about this email is it doesn't say GTA six. Right. It just says next Grand Theft Auto, and they yep. they've not said GTA six anywhere. Is is this going to be? Do you think it's going to be GTA six or will this be Grand Theft Auto, Vice City something or V I
1: C E City? Yeah. Or just Vice.
0: Could be just Vice uh, Yeah Yeah GTA Vice And then the And then the high, The I and V are like Colored What yellow yeah. or something And then the yeah. The CE is blue We going with that Like a uh, What's that a Turquoise color Oh
1: yeah Yeah
0: yeah. Is that how we're doing That'd, it
1: That'd be good That'd be good That'd be good I like it and Oh then, no yeah. no
0: Sorry let's flip it Let's flip it the other way VI is the blue And the okay. CE is is just white it's like the logo white
1: it's got to have it's got to have like fluoro pink accent that miami the Flamingo outside pink yeah yeah, yeah that's, that's why
0: right. i'm thinking like blue, blue and something yeah you yeah,
1: know, no, definitely the blue has to be there yeah and then when you get the collector's edition the ce see, see mm. what i'm
0: saying oh. oh oh shit we should go work for that god one. damn god damn we should send them some emails we got some ideas yeah. for you boys Yeah, hey, strap in
1: we're gonna make people shit their pants
0: yep uh, um yeah. all right yeah that's uh oh all right let's the, the last game we'll play here is um uh rockstar's been pretty good the last couple of releases with like here's our game you can play yep. it and you'll play it next year or within the next year yep. you thinking like sometime between may and december yeah, I'd go narrow in that May and August. Yeah, no, I mean like like the six month window between.
1: I reckon it's May. I'm gonna fucking say it's May. Yeah. I reckon it's in May, and I will ice cream bet that shit, motherfucker.
0: You don't shit have to game. ice cream bet it with me because that's mm-hmm. probably when I think they would drop it. They're usually pretty good and like announcing a thing and then dropping it pretty soon after it's been announced yeah um and sticking to those guns so they do tend to hit their windows yes yeah Uh. um so it was announced uh so red dead 2 was announced in october 20 um 2016 and then it came out basically uh was it a year later think something like that
1: maybe 2018
0: 2018 Is that what it came same out?
1: year as god of war 2018
0: oh right yeah yeah but
1: i don't think um, we wait that long for this
0: no no yeah i mean i guess we'll find out more soon real soon i guess we will yeah and whether or not it'll be um you know a lot of a lot of a lot has changed since that last grand theft Auto game yeah. More than 10 years. So, yeah. um, I don't know. A lot of, and they, they've changed. Dan, Dan's not there anymore. Dan Hauser. He's gone. No. Yes. So, what that story is going to look like, um, it's going to be super interesting. Yeah. Uh, I found it here. So, uh, the, the game was teased in the, the, the logo thing was 2016. Um, and then they dropped a, a trailer uh, l- later on. so Right. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Fair enough.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. That's the first piece of news. <laughs> the big one. Uh, yeah. Here's some shit news. Uh, it's been shit news all week in the mm. industry of making video games. Uh, PlayStation has delayed half of its live service games. Uh, they had plans to make 12 by the end of the uh, 2025 fiscal year. Right. They have now delayed a bunch of those, um, shifted it to six, will be released in the next two years or a year and a half. Yep. Um, uh, they've also uh, allocated more than 60% of their budget for all those games. So it's a big shift for them. Uh, a company that has predominantly put out quite, I guess, single-player focused games um, to now looking at live service titles and that is where a lot of their spendings will be going. Pretty Uh, odd. Yeah, this also comes after uh, they uh, let go of a lot of stuff across their companies, Muti Molecule, Bungie, Mm -hmm. lost a lot of its staff. Um, So... Uh, some of those games that were delayed were the uh, the Jade Raymond game, I think. Uh, Whatever right. was it, Marathon, uh, as well, yeah. was in that list. And so, I don't know. It's going to be interesting times for for PlayStation looking forward. But at the same, in the same sort of breath, like, I, who is going to have the capacity to play all of these live service games and make that be their like thing they stick with? like right and also like being the kings of the
1: single player first party exclusive has has been good for them mm. right like people literally will buy a a PC a PlayStation and a Switch right or mostly actually a PC a Switch and a PlayStation right like uh if we if we're going in that order like people want what playstation is putting out and they are there is an understanding that you can only get that from the playstation i can play fucking half-assed escape from tarkov clone number 374 on my fucking pc why the fuck would i buy a playstation for that fucking experience right like it doesn't make any fucking sense to me, man. Like that's fucking weird. 60% of their fucking uh budget to yeah. And yeah, you, what? You're going to subscribe to all of them? It's just fucking odd. It's very odd. Yeah,
0: and then what happens when one of them fails? Do they just like, oh shit, we've 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 got all these like 12 games ready to come out. Um like what is the plan? And like you, you things obviously aren't working out too well for them. They've already got like Destiny is maybe one of the biggest live service games that is out right now. Yeah. And they're not hitting their goals. Right. I, I think that the live service bubble is is starting to like it's gone at this it's point. Not, not, yeah. yeah, there's just too much stuff happening. Yep. Um, and if they're gonna put all of their eggs into one basket for like we're gonna put out twelve titles in two years and they're all live service games yeah. Uh you know, if, if only two of them are people things people are interested in, then they start like putting just shit out because they're gonna cut their budgets on it and be like, we'll just cut our losses and yeah. there you go. And um
1: and like yeah. there are there are a lot of time ty- like with today's agile air quotes fucking uh development strategy, right? You you do it the Call of Duty way, you put out the minimum viable product and you Try to You hope you get enough audience and you hope mm. you have enough time to get it to a point where it's a good fucking game, right? Which is not how it should be, but it is the modus operandi for a lot of fucking companies out there. But if you're doing fucking six fucking live service games in the next year and a half, so one every three months, that's not enough time. For any of these games to get enough traction to... Like, they're just going to cut their losses as soon as numbers dip below some fucking number... Uh, some point, And then it, it'll be... They never get further than minimum viable products. You, like, you're literally just pissing money away at this point. Unless you hmm. release them in a ready-to-go state. But, like, I'll believe that when I fucking see it. You know? Like, it's just... Loot.
0: Yeah. I mean, and, and this seems to be the like. There's a lot of people obviously let go from the development side, but you had a lot of people disappearing from the corporate side as well. Yeah. Um. And and it's a wonder of like those people were the people that were against this stuff and have been like let go and and moved away. So, um, yeah. I mean, hopefully it doesn't work out for them. <laughs> I mean, we'll <laughs> look, look. Hopefully. Hopefully they are good games, but if it doesn't, then it's just like stop being greedy dickheads and right. just put out good shit and stop trying to make everything you about how much formula that work. Right? Like
1: I understand that I didn't like the formula anymore, but like lots of people still did. Shit! Check my DMs. People fucking love that formula. God yeah. damn.
0: All right, let's keep going through this list because there's a bunch here, and it's all yep. related. Earnings calls this week. Um, Warner Brothers says it's focusing on making its biggest franchises live service games moving forward.
1: Does anyone give a fuck what Warner Brothers has to say anymore? Like, Jesus, they got
0: Christ. Batman games. Um, so yeah, Batman. uh Can they that's already do that? Isn't that Suicide, Suicide, Suicide Squad? Suicide Squad is on track still for like next year. Like Gotham Knights
1: on track for next year. Three months. A year fucking late more than a year late isn't it like yeah uh fucking yeah
0: fuck um people Warner are su- super upset about like how mortal Kombat has now turned out that you know after a month all this other shit has been switched on and skins are like 15 bucks to buy like characters oh and-
1: those fatalities for fucking what was it 21 bucks or some shit to yeah. buy a fatality those
0: fucking horse But shit. i mean they're really good fatalities but uh, <laughs> like again just greedy fucking corporations yeah um doing this stuff and so yeah it's it's uh, i don't know man the, like live service games they work well but when everybody's doing them it's it's become like the streaming service thing right is it, everybody's yeah. got a streaming service now and now <laughs> well, I'm I'm canceling streaming services too fucking much of them. Yeah, exactly. Um yeah. All right, so that's Warner Brothers. Um Unity had their earnings call. Revenues up sixty nine percent over last year. That's a lot of money, Job. Mm. Uh they said they're laying off more people. Uh ah. this, this is on top of the six hundred who were laid off in May. So they're doing real well. Sixty nine percent increase in revenue. Sixty nine
1: percent. Let's gotta, get rid of more people. Gotta get rid of some people. Richard Sellers yeah. out, right? Yeah, He's he left. He got, he got booted. Yeah, but apparently, uh, it um, the rot goes deeper. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck Unity as well. Fuck Warner Brothers. Fuck Unity. Yeah. Fuck them all.
0: Uh, Nintendo news. This came out of an earnings call. Nintendo is developing a live-action Zelda movie. Uh, This is following the success of the Mario Brothers movie. Um, They'll be teaming up with uh, Spider-Man producer Ari Avad, I think is his name off the top of my head. Um, Do you think that this should be a live-action film or a uh, cartoon CGI slash type thing? Which was like the we did the Mario movie. Like, does does a live action Zelda film sound appealing to you at all?
1: No, it doesn't. But what, is he gonna I, talk? Uh, uh, or is just
0: uh, Zelda talking the entire time?
1: Just just that's that's it. That's my uh that's my demo reel. Send for it, being send it in. Link. Yep. Hook me up. Let me let me be Link. Uh, oh no Now do Zelda Link The Blood Moon Link uh, Yeah I'll take, I'll do every role Fuck it and We'll do it like fucking Norbert Like an mm. Eddie Murphy fucking one Christmas with the fucking clumps And I'll do every role I can do this uh, Can't remember any other characters from Zelda Ganondorf I guess, or Ganon, one or the other. I don't know. I don't give a shit about the story in Zelda at all. Like, even a little bit, right? It's been the same story over and over and over again. And they've done some mild meta shit to try to make it seem like it's supposed to be. Like, it's the fucking wheel of time and the pattern pattern spins and whatever the fuck. But, like, I don't give a shit. It's always the same. So, let's fucking... I don't need to be live action, at least if it was a cartoon, right? Like whoever yeah. when they got got Chris Pratt to be Link. Uh at Mario. least there might be a couple of jokes. No, but I, he could be Link as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um yeah, at least there'd be a couple of jokes, right? Yeah. No. Then they could do a weird fucking stupid fucking musical. I caught I caught a bit of I caught a bit of that movie the other night on the TV. The what? Mario one. Oh. Oh, fuck it was it's bad like it is it is so fucking shallow uh yeah it's a bad movie which one the 90s yeah. one or the new one the new one
0: oh, okay yeah i mean
1: the 90s one i don't remember it's, it good, being it's good, good bad but <laughs> yeah It's good i think bad. it is i think it is <laughs>
0: yeah this one is uh all right so yeah this live action film is being um produced by shigeru Miramoto and uh Avi Arad I don't know if I said that probably before um yeah uh any any picks for the link you go on just Henry Cavill just chuck him in there why not
1: that'd be beastin yep
0: just have him do The Witcher
1: fucking Henry Cavill comes in and then departs three months later uh due to creative differences cause he, was yeah, he didn't want to talk on the lore yeah
0: <laughs> They were like, you got to fucking talk. He was like, you actually do pretty good. Cause that's, you know, yeah. Yeah. All
1: right. Yeah. All right.
0: Uh, next up, we got the game awards nominees have been announced, uh, leading mm-hmm. the pack are, um, uh, Baldur's Gate three and Alan Wake to a tied. And I think eight nominations, I should have all this stuff on the news up before I just guess. Does that sound about right to you? Eight nominations? Yeah. 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 Um, I'm also guessing. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And that'll be happening December 7th, which we talked about before. Um, Game of the Year is Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. These are nominations from... um, A jury of over 100 media from around the world um and then what will happen now is there'll be a uh, public vote mixed in with a jury vote and then a a overall winner, winner will be determined from all the categories they have in um in this list uh one of the categories which is getting a bit of focus is the indie category here. And I'm trying to find right. it. Best independent game. We've got Cocoon, um, Dredged, Sea of Stars, Viewfinder, and Dave the Diver. Um, Dave the Diver is getting a bunch of flack because it is a game made by... Uh, is it Tencent? Is that the company that owns them? Is it? Uh, yeah, mint mint. It's developed by Mint Rocket, who are owned by, and I'll find it really quickly. They're owned by a really giant corporation, like yeah. a huge corporation. Um, Nexon. They're owned by Nexon.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. Right, right. Somehow that got through. Uh, I don't. Nobody has said anything from the game Awards side as of yet as to how that ended up in that list. Yeah. Um. But. I don't know that can't be an oversight right like how did that happen like are we at a point now where indie no longer means indie published games or is it like because indie is now a style what's happening there what are your thoughts
1: that is really fucking weird I mean I yeah I I didn't know that Mint Rocket were a subsidiary of uh, Nexon but uh yeah that that's yeah. kind of cooked. Uh, Taiwan Kim, Vice President of Nexon America, stated that Dave the Diver may look like an indie, but it's not necessarily the case. So fucking Nexon doesn't even think it's a fucking indie, so it shouldn't be on the list. It, it was a great game, but yeah, that's yeah. pretty pretty fucked.
0: I mean, Valve's an independently owned company, right? They should be. Ah. <laughs> Are they going in the indie category when they put out? their games like
1: indie indie devs yeah
0: yeah they're they're technically an indie development studio they're not owned by anybody yeah um yeah so i don't know we'll we'll sort of wait and see what happens um because i'm assuming that i have to come through in the next coming like couple of days but for me personally i don't know how that game got through Mm. um and i don't think it should be on the list if you're looking at indie games i don't think so yeah um Anyway, I haven't really had a chance to look through um, a lot of the other games in the list and the categories, but um, I guess voting will be kicking off soon. Um, yeah. Yeah, and we'll find out. Are there any sort of early predictions from you as which ones might...
1: Yeah, Baldur's Gate's is going to sweep.
0: You think Baldur's Gate? Yeah. I, I think it's going to be Baldur's Gate. I think it's going to be a, tie- a toss-up between Baldur's Gate Alan Wake uh, and I think
1: Alan Wake has a decent Zelda. shot because of the recency bias that will be at play because it's outright like real close yeah. to when, when the voting's happening. Yeah. I think Tears of the Kingdom, I think the
0: Tears of Kingdom is get the fan vote. The Nintendo oh, yeah. vote. That's but where I they're think gonna make up some the ground.
1: The fatigue isn't there. Uh is there, right? Like yeah. it's not different enough from Breath of the Wild to really blow anyone away. Sure. so I don't think I don't think it'll take it
0: yeah yeah Boulder's Gate is still popping off like that was an anomaly that yeah. game that was such a yeah. huge I, I yeah from someone who's inside like the media industry as well like seeing how well that game did yeah uh was just above and beyond our expectations but above and beyond a lot of other games that have come out um in recent time mm. So that yeah that's definitely one to Keep on the radar but um I'll have to play it Yeah well I, I jumped in today and played A couple of hours because I'm I like I want to Get through a bunch and it's a 100 hour game And um I, I beat that boss I was stuck on last Time where nice. I yeah and I, The way I did it was fantastic Um <laughs> But what was I going to say Uh the the thing about Um not knowing which way, could, I do think it's a three way tie. So, Baldur's Gate, um, I think it'll be tossed up between Baldur's Gate and Alan Wake from the media vote. And then yeah. the fan vote's going to bring up Zelda because it's Nintendo and Nintendo fanboys be loving Nintendo. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, golden goi- the Golden Awards, Golden Joystick Awards were on l- over the weekend. Um, oh, yeah. And Alan Wake 2 took the Critics' Choice Award from that. Um, So, yeah, it's going to be interesting because obviously critics are still putting that one above Baldur's Gate at this point. So we will see. Um, All right, we'll we'll definitely be watching that one. We'll um, keep up to date and we'll see what happens. Uh, All right, two more stories here. Uh, Steam Deck gets a price drop and an updated model with an OLED screen and updated battery. Uh, 30% increase in the battery life uh, Shiny new OLED screen And then a uh, light price drop as well um, Yeah, this is kind of cool it's, it's sort of like From what Valve is saying They are very committed to the Steam Deck And it's you know something we've talked about before Is we, It seems like Valve is committed to that Especially yep. because of the updates made Quite recently to Steam Overlay And, and all that sort of stuff Yeah um, This is a, uh, maybe a mid-gen refresh, would you call it? Like, kind of what the consoles are doing But it's not necessarily extra power It's just like, hey, it's a better screen It's, um, you know, a little bit, maybe a little bit lighter Um, better battery life It's also not going to cost you more We're not going to, we're not Nintendo We're not going to screw you over It's going to be cheaper Um Yep. But would this entice you to buy an OLED screen Steam Deck or would you just be happy with what you've got because it doesn't have those performance benefits?
1: I'm yeah, I'm happy with what what I've got. Um yeah. I don't I mean you know, it looks nice. Uh sure. but it's 1000 yeah. bucks, right?
0: Is it 1000 bucks? Something like that. Like close
1: 1200. Um yeah. Yeah, I don't think I don't think there. Ha, without having fucking used it, I don't think no. there's a tangible difference. Um, yeah, because thirty percent
0: of three hours, two hours for battery life. So, extra twenty minutes, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> thirty minutes.
1: Yeah, um, depends on the game, right? It depends on the game. Depends on how you like what your settings are. It depends on fucking loads of things. You know, like. Uh so it's it's one of those things where you are already managing the battery pretty carefully anyway so
0: yeah sure. it it seems seems like it's good upgrade for people that don't have one and exactly. maybe hanging out yeah with the price drop and a little bit better specs
1: yeah like that that would be like yeah if you haven't got one I I'd, I'd still recommend it I'd recommend it more at a cheaper price but Yeah, if you have got one, I don't. I can't see why you would upgrade. Um, Yeah, unless you could sell your current one for nearly the same price, in which case, fucking do it to it. Fucking sell some bridges while you're at it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cool. All right. That's the um, Steam Deck OLED. Are they calling it Steam Deck OLED, or is it just Steam Deck? I guess it's just going to replace the existing one once they all sell out, right? The old models, yep. sort of similar to what PlayStation's doing with the new, not Slim. Right air quotes. Yeah. For people that didn't yeah. say uh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um. The last piece of news here that I chucked in is in relation to Oz Gamers, the I guess longest-running gaming site that is around. Mm. Um, will Australian be Australian. Game. Sorry, Australian. Of course, uh, Australian gaming site has been around uh for over. What close 20 to 20 years. years, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, the editorial team there, Stephen Farrelly and Costa. I don't know his last name, <laughs>
1: Costa and Costa and Andreas. Uh, isn't that Cleb's last name? they they brothers, maybe they are. An- Andreas, that's his fa- first name,
0: is it? God damn it. All right, uh, so Steve, uh, Stephen Cleb <laughs> starting a new site. No, Stephen, um. And Costa um, are uh, departing, and that will sunset the Oz Gamers site. But they will be starting. It's to combo.
1: Costa. it's
0: <laughs> That is a really good joke. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So they'll be starting a brand new site called Third Phase Boss. Um, I want to plug them because obviously um, they've been a, a big part of the Australian games media. Um, you and I have worked with them quite a lot. We've yep. written with their sites. Um, when. We were hosted on there for a while. Yeah, when Big Pond Game Arena decided that video games weren't a good entertainment platform. Video uh, games are dying. Okay. Let me tell you about
1: way out. It's over. Okay. It's over for about video sports. games. Sports and telephones. Okay. Telephones are where it's at. We've got yeah. rotary phones, we've got touch. Dial ones, we got it all.
0: Yeah, Tell true Kitchen mm-hmm. oh, White. Yeah. Um, so when they shut down uh a Game Arena, I think almost immediately Steve reached out and said we'll host it for you. Let's yep. work something out. Um and so we were on there for quite a uh, few years, and so we went we went indie, Job. Uh we started playing <laughs> around. So indie. Yeah, we're
1: up, we're uh, off for indie game of the year award actually.
0: Yeah, indie game podcast of the year. Yep. Um, so yeah, we 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 went independent and started hosting things ourselves. Just gave us a little bit more. Not like there was any restraints, but no. it just gave us more freedom to do things we wanted to on the site and that sort of stuff. Um, yep. Anyway, I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, seeing what they do. I, I've seen their site. Um, it looks very slick. I'm excited for people to see it. Um yeah. And yeah uh, Good luck to both of them Because they are some of the best people in, in the industry Not just Australia In the industry job Huge Yeah
1: Huge uh, Yeah Love Steve Love Costa uh, Yeah I I really hope Third Phase Boss Goes well I keep uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest I don't love the name But only because no, neither-, <laughs> neither do I I've never, I can't recall a third, a three phase boss that I've ever enjoyed fighting. Yeah. Uh, So yeah. Um, Anyway, Um, hopefully they give us a third phase boss that everyone loves. Hmm. Uh, What about 3PB? 3PB. It's like a shorthand. 3PB. It's a bit weird to say. I like it. Yeah. I like it more. Uh, Yeah. Good luck.
0: Yeah, uh, we'll talk about that next year when they launch. We'll give everyone a heads up. Um, yep. but it sounds like early twenty twenty four. Um where they'll be covering gaming tech and pop culture. So hmm. yeah. All right. Well there you go. Um goodbye Oz Gamers. That's it. Mm.
1: Yep.
0: See you later. All right, that's the news for this week. Um Job, do we still, have any I still, questions?
1: still I still think what if we buy Oz Gamers?
0: Oh, it doesn't seem like they <laughs> don't know.
1: Yeah, and we rebrand the gap. Yep, to the Oz Games broadcast, <laughs> right? The AGB, Australian. <laughs> the AGB, to re- yeah. fully represents the quality of the content that we're putting out. Um,
0: or we can just call it the Australian Gamer Podcast.
1: Amazing, amazing! That'd be some full circle shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think that'd go well. The Australian Gamer Podcast is back. I'm I'm Matt and I'm here with Yug. (to Yug's voice) oh. <laughs> Spectacular. Oh my god. Uh
0: yep. Fantastic. That was it. That was it. Questions, Joe. Any questions or we can get no out of here. No questions. We're done. Good stuff. All right. Well, that is um oh, I didn't even want to plug this week. Give a shout out to
1: yeah, yeah, shout out to my, uh, my brother, Liam. He turned 40 today.
0: Good yeah, on him. yeah. Well, did he get any good presents no, from his mom?
1: Stupid idiot. <laughs> he fucked up on that one, didn't he? Dumbass. Yeah, uh, he
0: should have lived in
1: Sydney. Uh, yeah, lived in Sydney. Um,
0: yeah, that's it. That's all I got.
1: Uh, what about you, Luke? What do you got?
0: Um, I'm trying to think. I, uh, I don't think I've had anything go up this week. I've got some... Stuff that I'm working on the next couple of weeks uh, So I'll remind people about that When I can talk about it um, But otherwise uh, You know what, I've been watching House Job, I'm bi- I've been binging House, I'm Huge. like 16 Episodes in the first season Fucking hell, no! you can't watch it all You're fucking
1: crazy, what are you doing You know what,
0: there's some really fucking good episodes in that Yeah, yeah season. but you watch the good Episodes, you don't, I don't watch know all, all the house yeah, They're all pretty can... good Some of this... them are a bit silly but one
1: day i would love to like organize compile like a database of yeah. like the really good episodes like go on like tvdb imdb or something right and just automatically grab all of the highest rated episodes yeah right? but then- that's a problem why is that
0: because what you need is somebody that's actually committed to giving you a uh, like a proper list of these are the ones you need to watch because they also are good episodes but they impact the arc, the arc. of the season yeah, yeah
1: so you'd have to have a curator as well yeah, but you start from the like you'd have the all of the arc episodes the important arc episodes and then you'd have like a smattering you could you could drag a 22 episode season down to like 10 episodes right? Maybe, and, and you'd have like five, the five best non-ARC ones and the five essential ARC ones from the season. And then you can do that for each season, right? I wanted, I was looking at the fucking X-Files, trying to find something literally exactly like this uh, so I didn't have to watch all of the fucking X-Files again. Mm. And it's rough. But yeah, anyway, house. Yeah. You love it.
0: Because I... I- because I think I talked about this before but I did it for Smallville. The end of Smallville, I went and watched like the last 3 se- seasons and I found a list somewhere that someone had put mm. together was like, "Hey, here's the 22 episodes or 23 episodes or whatever it is, and mm. these are the ones you should watch which are part of the main story, but then also these are the good ones that are sprinkled in between." And it cuts it down to like, I don't know, half of them sort of thing. Yeah. Um so, yes, I think that uh I think that that would be good but at the same time I, I'm more than happy to just to chuck it on while I'm having lunch and watch like 40 minutes of House and so far most of them have been pretty good like very yep. good Yeah. Um, and I remember it getting like season 3 or 4 was just where it started to peak like get oh, like yeah. fucking phenomenal so if it's already kicking off like this I'm like yeah this is promising it's not like Seinfeld right where Seinfeld starts off and you're like oh this is pretty uh, oof, rough true, this is rough true. so
1: I think like comedies more more often have the bad first season.
0: Sure. Whereas
1: dramas kind of have to be smashing from the get-go. They don't really get that kind of opportunity to mm. find their legs. A good one to do, if, if you can get someone to tell you just the good episodes to watch, a good one to do would be Person of Interest. Right. Uh, because uh, when that show is on, when that show the good episodes of that show are like some of the best television of all time yeah and the bad episodes it's just fucking idiotic uh so stupid so yeah
0: yeah michael emerson from uh from lost
1: yeah jonathan nolan
0: oh yeah uh wrote and directed created with lisa joy Back in the day, like, and it wasn't too long ago, not even 10 years ago, where like 22 episodes of a season, you're like, fuck, this is a lot. Is I used to enjoy fun. that shit, watching it all the time. Now I'm like, god damn, there's so much. Right? So much TV.
1: Can't I just have six, six episodes? A nice tight season? But at the same time, when it's like, when it's really good, yeah, you're like, fuck, yeah, 22 episodes. Right? Like imagine if the off- if the office UK, right? There's what like
0: four total episodes.
1: <laughs> yeah, Right? It's a UK show. Yeah, like, then yeah, of them a Christmas
0: up. episode. You're like what the fuck? <laughs>
1: um yeah, right? But The Office US is like 140 or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. All right. Um House. Luke how- likes. Yes. Yeah. Luke's recommending you watch House. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs>
0: Yeah, for all you youngins out there, <laughs> don't watch us. He's basically yeah. Sherlock Holmes as a doctor,
1: right? Yeah, have you ever read Sherlock Holmes and thought, well, I wish he was a doctor, like Dr. Watson. Not like Dr. Watson. Oh, uh, yeah. shit. Like, yeah.
0: like Dr. Sherlock. Dr. Um, Sherlock. All right. Well, there you go. That is the podcast for this week. Uh, You can find us on iTunes, Android, all the places you get your podcast from under the gap or the GA podcast. If you have a moment, please rate and review. The show helps other people find us on those platforms. Um, You can go to our Discord page, thegapodcast.com slash Discord. You can jump in there, talk about all sorts of things, movies, TVs, books, food, uh, video games, I guess, is the main thing as well. Yep. Um, People getting hit by forklifts, all sorts of stuff. Good fun on there. Um, Yep. You can uh you can also play games with people that are on there. Um we nearly played Satisfactory today until I realized that I don't want to play Satisfactory with anybody yeah, that's on this podcast. Yeah,
1: yeah, you want to play <laughs> Satisfy? you desperately you need you need the chaos. You need the <laughs> chaos. Otherwise, perfect order is not interesting, right? Drama lives in chaos. And that's mm. what me and Chabes bring to the party. You and Drew, little fucking Little fucking units of order, right? Yeah. Agents of order. Meanwhile, the fucking the chaos crew roll in, make some fantastic shit that mm. accomplishes goals that doesn't what fit if, your.
0: What if we give you like card, a card picture in corner fucking, somewhere, and you're like, you play around in here and fucking build your little shit yeah. pyramids, and
1: yeah, we'll sort we'd you love down it. Wait, because what we would what we would create. Would blow your minds. You'd be like, wow, none of this makes any sense. And then, but then you'd see the output and you'd be like, shit. Well, we can't argue. I get two computers results.
0: every six days. <laughs> that was Look super out. computers, okay? <laughs> yes. And we weren't sorry. making any. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, do you think your server can run? I don't know. I haven't looked into this. Do you well, think it can worried, run yeah, under your not No, I
1: haven't. Well, well, do you it's, think it
0: doesn't matter because it's only server... R- it's right? pure command line, but
1: yeah. I have been reading that there are increased resources uh, mm. for uh, update 8, like just in a general sense, and I haven't been able to work out if that if those increased resources are on a server level or not. So I'm, I'm going to do some more uh, research... Yeah. and Because uh, i got to spin the fucking thing back up again. Probably do a year's worth of fucking updates and whatnot, so.
0: Yeah. You know uh, what's not helpful is for them to do this right now when I'm like, you know what? I've got all these games i got to go back and finish, like Balls right. Gate and, Balls. Go. Actually, and uh, Zelda Balls and, yeah, things. Yeah. And they're like, you know what? Fuck you. Satisfactory yeah. time, baby. It's,
1: it's satisfactory time. Yeah. I oh, know. It's, it's deeply, <laughs> deeply rude for them.
0: Yeah, so they've moved it over to Unreal Engine 5, added a bunch of new... We haven't played it in like two years, I think. We missed update 7. We didn't jump yeah, into 7. Yeah,
1: we didn't jump into 7.
0: Yeah. And and I'm like... Th- the reason being was because I'm like, oh, you know what? They're not going to... They're going to drop this real soon. Like, yeah. the think full think version. We and, about then, it on the and then they're like, actually, we're moving it to 8. And uh, we still got a bunch of stuff to do. And you're like, fucking hell.
1: <laughs> Porting to an entirely different engine. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, good. Great. Great great
0: great great all right anyway anyway, anyway. all right well um, yeah that's our discord page you can go to our website the it's got links to all our social media pages and our discord page on there and uh, past episodes of the show if you want to go check them out you can uh, check check out the back catalog uh, that is all thanks to our patreon members they help the uh, help the show pay the bills and that sort of stuff um, yep. so we appreciate the support uh, to all of those patreon people. And uh, we would have a much more difficult time without you all helping us every month. So we appreciate the support.
1: Thank you so much. Um, and and because and yep because they're such such good kind people, mm-hmm. we're going to give them a recommended yep. list, just like we suggested for the TV shows. All right. of the must listen to episodes of the Gap.
0: All right, you can do that before the end of next week.
1: Uh yeah, yeah I'll I'll knock it out, don't worry about it. It's um it's all of them? Six hundred and eighty seven episodes long, list wise.
0: What about the bonus not, ones?
1: Not ranked. Uh yeah, six hundred and ninety something episodes long. Uh not ranked. Not ranked. Okay. Not ranked. Just uh chronological alphabetical or,
0: order. Oh. Chronological, yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't think we've got some of those podcasts, but maybe they oh yeah, just read right. the description.
1: They'll have to have them. Have to what if have you re-record the them? You remake
0: the podcast that we don't have. Oh
1: my God. Like Modern Warfare 3. Not that one, but the other one. Hmm. It would be like that because I'd only half remember a lot of it and it would come out looking like a pale imitator.
0: What if we just get AI to do it and then we'll Genius. just post it? Well, we'd have to get, like, can you do a Heath voice?
1: Is it better than your Yug voice? Oh. <laughs> did you hear the difference? I did. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was subtle. Um,
0: racing. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. Uh, excellence. So, yeah, cool. we'd, have, we'd have to do that. But anyway. Uh, no, we are grateful. And what I just said is not legally binding. Don't yeah. try and hold us to it. You, there's no point suing us. I've got nothing anyway.
0: I feel bad for the people that looked at the timestamp and were like, "Why is there still 15 minutes left on this show Ooh, when it says it's, it's finished?" Classic. It makes up. sense. All right. Well, that is um, that's podcast of this week. Uh, we appreciate everyone listening. Uh, we're we're getting close to the end of the year. Mm. It's things are starting to wrap up. Oh, we should um, talk
1: about that. Yeah, At the end of the year.
0: <laughs> yeah, Uh going to probably... Japan.
1: Are you in about a month? Oh, yeah, well, that'll be fun.
0: <clears throat> you can do it yuck. from Japan?
1: Fuck yeah! With my Game Box Plus. Which
0: Game Box? Game of the year, the Game Box game of the year, the Game Box
1: game of the year, brought to you by Game Box Plus. The music just started playing for some <laughs> reason. That <laughs> up. It's Chitai Tankin. I don't know what it is yet I still don't know uh, No it's twin bore, obviously Twin bore.
0: don't know What's twin ball? The what? sequel to s- some Solo boar
1: What is this? You just pick a fucking Boar? This is crazy That's not the boar? Oh there it is I found the boar Don't worry about it Yeah All right. And Focus. everyone Go. else was Bored They were
0: Yep. <laughs> all right. Well, there you go. That's the po- uh, the podcast this week. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening, and we'll catch you all next week. Stay safe. Oh,
1: Love you. It. Bye.